Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are actually inspired by kids pajamas and a video game. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. My kids really like video games and we don't let them play that much, but they love video games and we've we've really gone on with things like Nintendo and, and nothing too crazy, nothing too violent. I mean, primarily I like Nintendo because they have the Mario series, right? So you have Mario Kart, you have Mario Brothers, you have Mario World, whatever it is. You know, again, it's, it's not that hard to understand. You have very specific kid-friendly stuff that's awesome so it's great they really love mario kart though because they love racing and because of this we got them some mario kart pajamas and some other stuff at the beginning of excuse me not the beginning but uh, around christmas time and they loved them they thought they were the best things ever and it's cute watching these little kids run around with these matching mario kart pajamas and going crazy and stuff and as of late you know things have been a little a little tense uh, in the community and and at home and I saw I saw the Mario Brother pajamas and instead of seeing these fun silly little pajamas with you know Mario and Luigi and Bowser and whatnot I I was really taken by how branded my kids were it, it just instantly struck me it was kind of like oh god man Here's this little kid. It's my little guy, the three-year-old. He's wearing these pajamas. I was like, come on. I just realized really in this moment how much these kids had turned into some kind of like marketing ploy for Nintendo. And it wasn't terrible, but it definitely, it definitely got me thinking about all the things that my kids have that they're so into, right? They have all the little cartoon cartoon action figures they have all kinds of like woody and buzz lightyear things from toy story and and it's just a giant machine they have these things called um, the rescue bots too and they're they're essentially transformers but they, they watch the rescue bots little cartoon because they heroic uh transformers and then they get the toys and they fight over them but the point is they have them all and and it just struck me especially now with things so tense it was kind of like oh gosh it wasn't it wasn't something that i really needed to think about but I started to. And then last night, we had the first round of the Mario Kart tournament. Uh, so again, students are on lockdown. They can't really leave their house. And they're stressed out. And so I made a Mario Kart tournament and said, okay, look, all, 100 bucks goes to the winner. Okay, so like essentially 32 people joined. And we're running this tournament where everybody gets the Mario Kart tour on their on their cell phone and again marketing the the app is free but then you have in-game purchases and they're just hitting you up left and right and you can't escape it you can't escape it even when I was doing it you had to make this account obviously I didn't have the game downloaded but you had to make an account and then they get some of your information and of course then they're trying to blast is like oh you can upgrade to this or you can go premium or you can have all these extra features and I just I almost called it off just making the account because again you just realize how much you're getting hit up how much is getting taken away from you from you right your data is getting taken away your money is getting taken away 
and you get this, you know, silly little game. But I don't because I know this, you know, meant a lot to my students and gave them something to do, which is which is really my goal. Trying to engage them, trying to do something fun, trying to take their minds off being stuck at home all day. And we play the first round last night. And I couldn't believe it. Because as we're playing, it's an eight-person game. I'm in there, and it's seven of my students. And we are racing like animals through these Mario Kart worlds. And it's hilarious because they're, they're all seven people I know. Obviously, they're my students. And they're, like, knocking me with turtle shells. And I'm crushing them when I get, like, the big size or... It was just amazing how instantly into it I got and knowing the people, it wasn't playing against the computer, but knowing the people and my students that are 16 and 17, I was like, I've been playing Mario Kart forever. I'll smoke these people. Nope. That was a mistake to think. And it was just instantly fantastic. We played another round this afternoon and I spoke with one of the students afterwards and he said he was literally screaming out loud when he got knocked mid jump. Uh, he was you know, like in first place and he got knocked and went to something like fifth place. And it was great. Like It was really that fun. We're only supposed to play one round for the official tournament, but people stay on for four and five rounds. So you're playing Mario Kart for over 30 minutes when really you only needed to play for five minutes. It worked. It gave the students something to think about. It gave people some enjoyment. And everyone was texting me saying, okay, let's line up another one. Let's line up another one. And I thought about the pajamas again. And I, I thought not about how my kids had been branded by the Mario Kart, but I thought about why we got the pajamas for Mario Kart. And we got them because all three of our boys can play Mario Kart. Okay, so my eight-year-old, my six-year-old, and my three-year-old they can all play Mario Kart together. And the three-year-old's not great, but he can steer. And it, we got Mario Kart on Wii, so he's got his little steering wheel, and he's leaning left, and he's leaning right. And the eight-year-old and the six-year-old, they love it. They're hooting and hollering. They're always trying to win. The six-year-old's actually getting good enough now that he can snake wins away from the eight-year-old. And I realized that I had really been thinking of it backwards. It's not that Mario Kart had done anything wrong to us. It hadn't, it hadn't taken away from us. It had actually given something to us. It had given us an experience. It had given us this together time, me and my boys. They have an activity that all three of them can do together. And it gave my students something to do. It gave us an opportunity to laugh and scream and yell. And that's why we got the pajamas. We got the pajamas because we loved the experience. And when we see the Mario and we see the Luigi, we think about that fun time we're having. And these are my kids' pajamas. It's not like they we need to be sold on getting another Mario game. We like the Mario game. That's why we got it in the first place. And nobody else is seeing these pajamas. So it's not like for the outside world. It's just for us. It's a celebration of our experience. And 
having that time with my students and realizing what we were getting out of it. Yeah, man, I'll pay five bucks for that. I'll pay five bucks to give my students something to, to think about other than being trapped at home. It's a great thing. I'm not saying all marketing and all branding is good. Some of it is really disgusting and nasty. But if you think about the criticisms of the United States in general, that we're materialistic and that we have you know, you know, this need for stuff, I think a lot of that is valid. But I don't think throwing the baby out with the bathwater is fair either. You can't, you can't just say, okay, wanting to have things is bad. And so I don't want any of this. Because what you're missing in that statement is re the recognition that sometimes having things allows for an experience that you wouldn't otherwise have. If you don't have a bike at all, you can't go for a bike ride. You can't be out in the sunshine. You can't be out in the fresh air. You maybe can't take a ride with your friends. You also can't transport yourself. Having a bike is not a bad thing. Now, we can go overboard and we can have four and five and six bikes and the next better bike. And we're working all month or all uh, quarter long just to get that next awesome bike. Yeah, you can go overboard with things. But you can also just want a bike and want the experience that comes with having a bike. And that's not a bad thing. And it, again, with the pajamas and with this Mario Kart game, I, I really came into an appreciation for not being so quick to look down on people that want things. Because, again, I always default to, oh, well, we have so much we shouldn't want anything. Yes, that's true. We do have so much. And in reality, if we never had Mario Kart, we'd be fine. But... I also don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to want to have things that allow social interaction, allow experiences that you wouldn't otherwise have, and allow you to enrich your life. Because that's what a lot of this does. That's what a lot of our technology does. It allows us to add something to our lives that we wouldn't have otherwise. Some of it's bad naturally, but you know what? Some of it, some of it's awesome. Some of it's like Mario Kart. Some of it's a game I played when I was a kid and my wife played and all of my friends played and now my students play and my children play. And I think that's something worth having and I think that's something worth celebrating. And I don't really don't mind having pajamas with the Mario and Luigi on them. Because Mario and Luigi have given me far more than they've taken away. And on that note, thanks for listening. Go out and crush it.